Welcome back to Flyover Territory Podcast on a, I don't know if it's gloomy or balmy, but on a nice crisp fall evening, end of September. Uh, Definitely haven't, you know, not watched the Twins, but it's been a little bit, but yeah. Uh, Did you look up... What do you, to see when is the last time we uh, did a podcast about said Minnesota Twins baseball club? You know, I did, and then I saw the date, and I was like, ah, I feel like they must have deleted an episode in the middle there. <laughs> I don't think they did. Um, we have had issues before with that, but usually they just put them back up. Yeah. Uh, so I don't remember getting an email about any of that. So it looked like it was one-tenth of the season in. Oh, boy. So we didn't even make it. No, we didn't even... There was, there was a May one that was supposed to happen, yeah, yeah, I believe, and then something happened just with the team in general, and both of us just were in a bad mood, and we were just like, yeah. let's not do it, and then yeah. All-Star break happened, and there's no need to talk about our one All-Star. <laughs> and, it, and, and just to make sure we get this out there, it's September 27th. Correct. Woody, uh, if the last podcast we did was mid to late April... It's been a bit of a ride here because the Minnesota Twins, as of 10, 15, 20 minutes ago, uh, improved to a record of checking the MLB standings right now, 85 and 73, and have be, uh, they were the second team in the American League to clinch a playoff spot by locking up the AL Central with no issue, oh, no, no problem whatsoever. Despite See, the entire, like, I felt like the last two months have me just been building up kind of an undue hatred of the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. In, in the sense that they were going to catch the Twins again, when clearly, I think like a month ago, we could have been like, this thing's over. It's it's done. It's over. Although, I, I, looking back now, and I'm just going to, the whole, since April to then, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. But damn, these last two weeks have been a very much like, this thing's over. Oh my god, it's over. Oh my god, it's really over. Yeah. Oh, what do we do? When you've done this before. <laughs> that, yeah. The the bigger issue for me late, like lately, I think the May June into All Star break was kind of like a ah, like just yeah. not much going on. Yeah. Like I can't. Like, are we really going to let this lack of talent in the AL Central prohibit? Because we knew at that point. We're not making a wild card. And I, I know, like, technically, standings-wise, we were closer than even now. But, like, it was like, oh, like, maybe it's a wild card if, like, Cleveland figures it out or whatever. It's like, no, there's one team out of the AL Central that will make the playoffs this yeah. year. And yeah. that will be the, the division winner. And then somewhere in the July through August realm, it was just like, oh, it's going to be us. But, yeah. like, there's nothing to talk – like, there's just nothing to talk about no. with it. No. And it's – it's the twins, and it's literally four other teams waving a white flag on August first, being like, "Yeah, we're good. You guys just go for it." And then it like it almost felt like the twins paced themselves at that point too, of like not like taking it for granted, but just being like, "Okay, like 
we need to like make sure that we are building for the playoffs because we are clearly going to be the team that's going to be representing the AL Central. Yeah, and it, it it's kind of crazy. I'm just I'm sitting here listening to you say that and be like, this seems to be the most like ideal way to get ready and get into the postseason as possible. Like, sure, you'd want to maybe have a bye the first week. That that would be more ideal. But if you're the like everything kind of broke the Twins front office's way to some extent. Like you couldn't have if if again we laid out here like beginning of the season talk to our earlier april selves and just be like here's what's here's what's going to be the case september whatever when we clinched like that that's that's an ideal situation you rest the guys that you want you get prepared you line up everything on your own terms for the postseason i the, the one thing that i just can't wrap my head around if you were to sit us down in april and be like yes okay september 27th is coming around your team that you guys are going to talk or not talk about as as we might have done this year it's going to have that 85 win record however i'm going to let you know that the following names will all be on the il at that time and will have missed significant time over the course of the season barring carlos correa who has been somewhat healthy but you'd go it's 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 wild woody this is a team that buxton has played in 80 games or right around 80 games he's missed half the season Royce Lewis missed half the season, and both of these individuals are on the IL right now. And Correa has played for the majority of it, but played significantly his least effective or productive season of his entire career. If I had, as I have my uh, MLB reference up, and it's again, you're like, I'm gonna let you know that Buxton, Lewis, Correa are all in the IL, but this team's gonna have locked up the AL Central with all three of them on the IL like and and like not needing any of that not needing and th- this is so twins are now 40 and 27 since the all-star break which is the second best in the American League and do have a 97 win pace here as we have four games left those four games by the way against let's do the athletics once once more and then we get to go play the Rockies who I believe are the second Third worst team in baseball. Uh, thank you, Oakland, who is now 48, 49. Or no, 48 and 111 in oh, Kansas City. They're not going to win 50. Uh, that's brutal. So, oh. again, this is this was kind of on our notes just to like lay it out there. It's This season from April until September has been a roller coaster. None of it has felt like the joys of it have always been tempered by something. And I, I, you, you're talking about like this roster, like nobody in the central is going to do anything else. They didn't do anything to improve this team other than just handed playing time offensively to the same cast of characters or just gave that playing time to the younger players that they brought up to finally replace Joey Gallo. And lo and behold, that's worked out pretty damn well for them this second half of the yeah. season. Yeah, I was going to say, I was hoping that you were going to not just make it through that whole thing without <laughs> mentioning Joey Gallo there. Because, you know, really, if I to be fair, though, like, especially for me, who I was like, listen, can you... I will say one jump-ahead point here of, because it kind of fits where I'm going with this Gallo point, of the overreaction to how the yeah. lack of shifting in baseball is going to change things. Yeah. Like, not blame anybody, because I think that was a fair, like, 
hey, like, let's, like, when this happens, it's going to, like, drastically change things for people like Kepler and Gallo and, like, severe pole lefties and whatever. And how, like, after, like, 30 games, it was like, oh, like, doesn't matter. Yep. Like, pitch clock obviously has, like, real both positive and now negative with the amount of injuries that are piling up at the end of the season, which I think a lot of people, like, kind of, like, in a very, like, flippant way, it's like, oh, and maybe that'll happen. It's like, uh, it's probably happening too many. And affecting beer sales. So, like, I think there's, like, some common ground that could be found there. But, yeah. like, the, the lack of shift for guys like Gal, where it's, like, at the beginning of the year, we were saying, can we just get – can you bat 225? Can you bat 230? Because if you're doing that, you're probably hitting 40 out. And, like, just, like, hang I, – I will let you lead the league in strikeouts if you do that. And then just the inability to even, just, like – he batted 177. Mm-hmm. He hit 21 home runs somehow, which is oh. second on the team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it. Like I, it's just like a like a such again where like, back to my point of like, hey man, like Grant again, he's hurt. He played in 111 games. Uh, position flexibility, which was kind of a help because we did thing. like yep. legitimately need corner outfielders and a first baseman at some point. Um, but could you get us like just a little bit higher? Which was apparently too much to ask for. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it would have been right there. I think, again, going back to the point of at the beginning of the year, it's like, hey, you're not going to have, you know, we didn't know what of Royce Lewis at the time, but yeah. Correa, Buxton, Gal is going to vastly underperform and then just not be available. And again, I think we're fine with that. But Polanco, for the most part, like, yeah. inconsistently available. And then, like, also, like, just with, with, uh, with, with Julian coming up where it's like, well, well, whatever. (laughs) Um, But like, yeah, just like going back to your point of like, yeah, it's like, would you take this with that? Yes. Because like, what else? Like we're locked. We're kind of stuck. We're stuck. This is kind of it. And it's also like, I'm just like thinking about that too. It's like, I'll take it because that's what you're, that's what we're trying to do is, is Mm -hmm. get a home postseason. Yeah. Series, yeah. So wh- whatever it takes to get there, and I, I think, like I'm, I'm looking back on that statement of being like this. This season has been some joy tempered by like head scratching despondency. It's like continue to play Kepler, who has resurrected his season, resurrected his status as a valuable part of this organization from just a you know fan base kind of thing. I, I just. Uh, those insistencies, Gallo to, to play him, to not bring up Matt Walner, to, to wait on some of these things, and then not doing anything to bring anybody outside of this organization in at the yeah. trade deadline while other teams seem to be doing a lot of things. Now, it turns out you can do a lot of things, but if you don't actually improve your squad, Angels, Cleveland, like, w- what's the point? Uh, you know, so it, it just seems like all of those breaks kind of turned out the twins front office way and i think they can hold it up and i honestly think they can just be like hey we approached this the way we have approached it we believed in our guys we stuck with our guys and look at we we won the central we get a party we, we're gonna yep. actually finish as a respectable team but 85 wins even if they lose out the rest of the way woody i think this is it's a respectable finish especially with what they've encountered injury wise or uh offensively what they've overcome now could they have moved on a long time before a lot of those absolutely i feel but i think that that point about kind of bemoaning the offense 
is hiding a fact of one of the greatest success stories on this team. And I'm, I've got baseball reference pulled up, Woody. And I was going to ask you, could you name the top five players by war for this squad over the season as of tonight? Oh, no. the, it always lists the top 12 guys, and they yeah, got all yeah, their, yeah, their yeah, mug yeah, shots yeah, up yeah. on top here. So I, I didn't look. I've, I've Don't get me wrong. I've perused the 2023 Minnesota Twins page it's a, extensively. It I've not looked. It pops up when you start yeah. filling in. Uh, so I, I guess it's just maybe one, two. I just want you to – who are number one and two on that list? And I'll, I'll help you out here. It's The first one has a 5.4 wins above replacement. Oh. The second, a 3.6 wins above replacements. Pablo Lopez? He is number two with 3.6 wins above replacements. Wins above replacements. Oh, man. I mean, I'm just trying to think of who's played the most bait. Kepler? No. Kepler is on this list. He is number five, okay. just squeaking okay. in there. But okay. it's it's a big group muddled in at about 2.4. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> There's like, like six that, of them at that I exact. That, I, I was going to say, if you had asked me, like, oh, what's like the war of X player on the Twins? You're like, oh, yeah. probably 2.4. Yep. Like, yeah. It just felt yeah. like that was where it was. A, it's not, oh, man. Infielder? No. 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 Alf, no, no, way. no. He's an all-star. Another, another pitcher? No way. Yeah. Joe Ryan? It's Sonny Gray. Oh, oh yeah, why? Yeah, With never mind. Five point four, and, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah. again like uh, this rotation has been the rock solid the entire way, Woody. Yeah, the entire way. Yeah, if one has kind of wobbled, they've gotten back on their feet. Joe Ryan, specifically thinking about you. Yep. But uh, and these are your two all stars, right? Yeah. We didn't have any other all stars. It was Gray and Lopez. Yeah, no, yeah, and I said Ryan because I was like reading his name while I was like, no, oh, all star Sonny Gray in my head. Yeah, but, yeah, it was. No, it was a. That was it. I think Lopez was a late ad, right? It was yeah, injury yeah, replacement. Yep, it was yep. just going to be Sonny Gray, who <laughs> finished the year. Which again, why yeah, win loss right. is not really relevant. Eight and eight, uh, <laughs> two point eight ERA <laughs> in thirty one starts, pitched nine point two less innings than Pablo Lopez, and gave up eighteen less hits. Yep, um, yeah. and twenty less earned runs, yeah. and gave up sixteen less home runs. Did walk seven more batters. Woody, 228 Ks for Pablo. Yeah. And I, I don't know if this features tonight's start in here. But I think it doesn't. I think it like yeah, updates overnight tonight. after Is all. It? Yeah, I think it's like a 4 a.m. update kind of thing or it, whatever. So I, I This is, again, that like arise for Lopez. We'll talk about it for a long time probably. Yep. But holy crap. Lopez has been everything they could have possibly asked him to be and maybe not more. Yeah. I, I just I, I we can maybe start trending towards that okay, October third rolls around. Hell yes. I it's not like this isn't a Verlander peak, this isn't a Scherzer peak era yep. dominant yep. pitcher, but you're handing the ball off to Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, and Joe Ryan. Yes. Y- you've you've got a chance to win these games with your starting pitching. It, it's <laughs> Uh, on yeah. on the body of the work that they've given you, these guys have been lights out slash unhittable for stretches of the season, and including of late. Like these guys have turned in quality starts. They've pitched well down the stretch. They've stayed healthy, and they've gotten us here. And then you look. I just this the contributions of Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober, Kenta Maeda, who's been a revelation. Kind of later on, much love for Louie, and uh, I, I just. You know, I'm I'm trying to check that that 
pessimism about <laughs> how some of the decisions were made for this squad with this degree of like they did get this rotation right it appears yes i would especially going into this being like hey like pitching wins yeah yeah. I think the the tweak I would add to that, kind of like the old like football adage of like defense wins championships. It's like pitching, pitching wins baseball games. I think it's very specific though to in October. Like yeah. that's yeah. where it's going to matter. Yeah. And like we for the first truly outside of like the Johan Santana years, where it's like, and it really you only felt it with him, Liriano mm-hmm. for that one year. But didn't he get hurt in 06? Yeah. So yeah. Like, we didn't even get to see him. Yeah. Um. So it was really just Johan. Uh, he's the only pitcher going into this where you're like, man, like every single night our starting pitcher gives us a chance. Yep. Like, yep. obviously they're not like you said they're not like prime Verlander or Scherzer. They're not like prime like Kershaw or like where it's like oh this guy's truly a generational talent guy or yeah. like whatever. But like, if we were going Lopez and we're gonna probably play some sort of Houston Toronto. Texas, Seattle is as of this recording, but like if they make it, good for you. But you gotta you gotta turn it on pretty soon here, Seattle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like Paul Lopez versus any of their starters, which one of them might be Verlander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which he's back in Houston now, so he probably has you know more of the stuff again. So it's like uh, whatever. But like we, I feel like hey, it's like we're not gonna we're not gonna be out of it. It doesn't mean that he can't go and throw ahead and have a dud performance. That's not what I'm saying. No, nope, nope, but like totally nope. we could go in there and get shelled in three point two innings. They're like, fuck, here comes Lee Varlin in the fourth. Like, yeah, totally could still happen. Like that's yeah. that that's well baseball. within the realm of totally, totally. But we're going into it where it's like he's gonna pick up the ball and it's not who we've thrown out there in previous years. Or like, holy shit, like, yeah. We're holding on for dear life for yeah. five and hoping that like our bullpen arms can get us through. Like we're not in that scenario, no. and it's like no, we're like we're legitimately. God. Yeah, and this is maybe looking at October third, fourth, fifth. You know, you give us six and let's go. I, I whoever amongst that Toronto, Houston, Seattle, maybe even Texas, we end up playing. Like you said, Woody, give me Lopez, give me Sunny, and we've got two games. I also think Joe Ryan could pull something out of his you know fantastic out to help us out with that i hope that it just takes two but you know for a fact it's either gonna be two going oh and two <laughs> not being there or it'll be like a nail biter oh, back home at target fields yeah. three which just as long as there's a win woody just <sighs> got to get that one that win and then you're guaranteeing yourself a second game at home yeah like that that'll mean everything so much, so much riding on a win yeah. here for this club. It's I'm looking currently, and granted, at the time I would have said we felt this way about. Uh, uh, is it see now that he's not on the team? I don't even know. Is it Barrios or Barrios? Yeah, Barrios. Barrios, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, would I would have said if Barrios in 2019? I would have felt the same way. But like we just had one, so our issue yeah. was we yeah. need to win game one. Yeah. And hope to God we get to a four, yeah. and then like let's yeah, see what happens in five. The twenty nineteen Twins uh, <laughs> rotation, aren't you? It's going to be pretty, pretty I, scary. God, this series sucked, man. It. This isn't. I think this is the the series that. Uh, uh, who was the sh- the shortstop for them for the Yankees? Just hit a bomb of a home run. I think I chucked my remote at the. Oh God, Martin Randy Dobnik started game two. Gibson, Odorizzi, and God, Michael we, Pineda. And Barrios. Yeah, and then in game three. 
really need it, but unfortunately we're going back to New York. Uh, <laughs> or no, wait, game three was here. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> game three was here. My bad. Uh, we we go over easy into Taylor Rogers and it's Sergio. And at this point, the game is over. Sergio Romo into Trevor May, who again, this is the year that Romo was okay and Taylor Rogers good and like May. So it's like relievers you feel okay about. Oh but again, it's just God. like. You look back on it, it's like, oh, I, I never really bought into the Odorizzi thing. It was just more of like, a, I think he's serviceable, but he's never shown me like, oh, this guy has stuff. Yeah. Pablo Lopez has stuff. To strike out 228 guys, yeah. you got stuff. Yep. We know Sonny Gray has stuff, and he just kind of like has a good, obviously not like strikeout stuff, but like he has a good mix of like, hey, we kind of went over that too of like, hey, the home runs and the like so everything down comparatively to Lopez, and it's like those two won two. And then it's Joe Ryan. It's like, again, has the one pitch. But has something. Oh, Rizzi was just like, ah, I throw strikes. Yeah. It was like, yeah. And, and like, yeah. that's going to work for 17 wins, but we're going to get to the playoffs. And it's like, hey, you're not facing Oakland, Cleveland, Kansas City, yeah. Arizona, and Miami. Like, you're playing just like at the time. They went LeMahieu, Judge Gardner, Edward <laughs> Encarnacion, Stanton, who was injury free, Glaber Torres, who we thought was still a superstar, Gary Sanchez, Didi Gregorius. Just never make me look at the 2019 (laughs) AL Division Series New York Yankees over Minnesota Twins page ever again. I'm going to close this. Is there a way to just like block that from ever showing up on your browser again? I mean, it's. Oh, God. It It, was. Yeah. And and this is. So stepping back and looking back at that long arc of the season from April until today, it's like pitching, I believe, in the beginning of the season, like Gray didn't give up a home run for his first whatever, like wild number of innings it was like yeah multiple multiple starts yeah and not giving up a home run or like had a sub two era going like his first 10 starts or something wild and that that never really tailed off we didn't see a dip in that to like an astronomic proportion we certainly saw like a coming back to the mean and right at the same time that this offense kind of started to actually score runs and that was remember there was this there was a stretch of the season where it was like good god what are we doing out here mm-hmm. like Kepler wasn't playing well we're playing Gallo every day we're reliant upon clutch hitting from Donnie Barrels and like the most just to like I feel like we'd win one game on a series against Oakland and then like lose two yeah. it'd be like what are we doing yeah and then all of a sudden we'd go out and we'd sweep Houston and it was just this this like roller coaster of like are we okay or are we just God awful because yeah. we just lost three at home against Kansas City. Yeah, I. It did feel like some of it was injury related, but like it did feel like we would often. Remember, we got swept by Boston go, or by Baltimore going into the All Star break. Yeah, I remember that was dark because we had just when we just lost first place at that same time too. I feel. Yep. We it was like then Cleveland was in first by a game. Yeah. And it then was, from there, they, they run out, like, how many wins in a row here? One, two, three, lost one, four, five, lost six, seven, eight, nine. They went eight and two or nine and two, and that got up to Seattle, lost a bunch of games in a row, and then we're back. I'm just looking back here. We lost to Detroit. Then that would have been the last wobble we had, August 11th. Yeah. Philly into Detroit. Standings after July fourteenth this year, Cleveland forty five and forty five, Minnesota yeah. forty five and forty six, half yeah. game back. Yeah, um, I remember we were thinking we were going to do a all star pod. We had talked yeah. about that leading yeah. up to that, and we just kept losing. And like it was like, and again, look at these records where it's like the division is over. 
Like, if you were just a normal winning yep. ball club, yep. Toronto is a good example here. Toronto was 51 and 41 going at the same time. If you were 51 and 41, you pretty much are like, and I know it's only six games about Cleveland, but just the way Cleveland was made up and you knew, like, yeah. they didn't have it. Yeah. It's over because the next three are Detroit at 39 and 50, Chicago at 38 and 54, Kansas City at 26 yeah. and 65. <laughs> like, it was over. And so you're sitting there like, we're going to, we're going to throw this away. We're going to have a yeah. 79 and yeah. 83 season, and Cleveland's going to have an 81 and 81 season and walk into the playoffs when it's like you just have to be above 500 to yeah. take this thing. Yeah. And we couldn't do it. And then, yeah, to your point, we're a 97, we're a 97 win pace team down the stretch, and we pull away, and everyone else is kind of like, yeah, we're good. Um, but yeah, it just, it, God, I don't. This is, this is what I, the part I, I hate about this kind of season, though, is that you start to talk yourself into. Yeah, this yeah. feels different, uh, which was going to be the next sentence on our mouth. Old mouth, or it's like, I know we haven't done this for 162 games, but like zero and zero start Tuesday. You know, it's like those kind of things, and you're like, I. This this is it. It doesn't feel. It feels no matter if we haven't talked about this team a lot. I've watched or listened. And been plugged in and following this team so much this season. Yeah, so much. And I, I will say, I don't think it's so much like the different. I think this, the Twins are the Twins. They're not a great ball club, but they're like a, a club that's playing in the at at playing well at the right time. And this yes. is what I walked down here, came in and I was like, I, I think this like right when they won the game. Yeah, just watching here as we before we started potting, it was like, what better time to play your best baseball? Yeah, without exactly. three top guys. Yeah. And then, then you get this whole space of like October 3rd. So we've got the rotation. The rotation set. Yep. There's not a question Correct. about. And it, in fact, it's almost like, well, you got another two guys that actually pitch pretty well. Well, the, you know, Kenta, God bless you, man, but we're going to need you in the bullpen more than we need you those three games. Yeah. And we can come back to that if we're lucky enough. And there's a world that Kenta doesn't. He might maybe comes and pitches game one if there's a problem, but like realistically yeah. we're like, hey, Kenta, we're saving you for yeah. ideally game one Saturday. Yeah. And that's that's the goal here. Yeah. Um, or if it's 0-1, it's game two, and we need you, sure. But like, yeah, totally. And uh, we, like you said, it's one, two, and three are set. You hope yeah. you don't have to get to three, but realistically, yeah. let's, be, let's be honest, we're – going to be facing good teams and you're probably going to be there. And this is and this is so if it's not if if it feels different, the only thing that I really say is like gives me the hope since they've been able to play really good baseball against bad teams is who has been responsible for this second half surge. Yeah. Like we've said Kepler's decided to play baseball, but it's uh, like it, it's Ed Julian, it's Alex Kirloff, it's a bit of the Forest Lake monster. And Matt Walner and Royce. And yeah. Royce being hurt was a blow and still is kind of like the realistic gut check that I'm like, God damn, if this team had Royce healthy, I don't even care if Correa's a hundred percent. Yeah. If Royce is healthy and Royce can play, then I feel I don't know if we want to say this like an exponential degree. I feel twice as good about this team if Royce Lewis was playing Woody on October third. Royce Lewis was a hundred fifty game on pace for a slash. Yeah, Granite, like, again, it's 309, which is called 300. Yeah. 300, yeah. 45, 125. Yeah. That was I, what his, that was the season he was on pace and for. He, Granted, he got helped by 20 RBIs off Grand Slams, <laughs> and there's some, like, momentary <laughs> things there. So, like, you look at it, it's like, oh, shit, Royce Lewis had, like, 
60 or what is it 52 RBI or whatever and it's like ah, okay some of that was a little bit inflated but I mean it's you know and obviously some of those names numbers are slightly exaggerated but like still like that was what it felt like yeah was a it was gonna be a 340 120 guy and in 58 games he yeah. has 52 RBI yeah in 58 games yeah. he has that's like that's like those like Megley is like yeah. peak years peak Juan like, Gonzalez here so it's like yeah. he had 157 RBI what the hell was like, he doing like I I just yeah, yeah. Matt Olson this year you're just oh. like and for me it's Royce Lewis it was the guy that I <laughs> classic baseball like He'd go one for four and would maybe during the second, fifth, seventh inning would, you know, record an out. But then he'd come up in the ninth with a runner on second with two out and lace a single over the shortstop's head to tie a ball game. Like he just, and I remember that specifically about some of those early plate appearances he had last year and then even more so this year. Like Royce Lewis up to bat is the guy that I want to see in a clutch time for this club. Yeah. And and he hit a home run in the simulated game. <laughs> I think I don't know which Twins beat writer had said because of course he did. You know, you but he can't yeah. he's not running yet. So it's, that's his yeah. status. Correa sounds like he might be react like activated to play one of these games in Colorado. Yeah. I'd feel so much better if Lewis was activated as well, but I don't think that fits his IL timeline. So Correa gets activated, and you're just like, Correa at short's better than Kyle Farmer just from a standpoint of maybe Mr. October, September figures it out and shows up and totally redeems himself, but it's Royce who would make me feel so much better about this squad, Woody, going into October 3rd because I think he is... I I just pause with... I don't know if he's the MVP. He might be the most valuable player, but in that, like, for the part of the season that was here. And I, I want to ask you this question. Royce is responsible for what this team has done, but who Woody is your most valuable player on this team? Is it Royce or are you looking elsewhere for the, the whole scope of the season? And also maybe this gets in a little bit who's on this playoff roster, but yeah, pull up that 2023 baseball reference page and you know, there's the war, but who, who, when you're looking down that list of the top 12 guys, are you like just hats off? Thank you. You're my MVP. God, if if you were just to like cover the names and I just give me the, because obviously how baseball reference works as you get the list one through nine, it's just like oh it's an order of the position, so it's like yep. catcher first, yep. second, third, and yeah. through DH, and you just like <laughs> covered the names and like who is this team and are you excited about them? <laughs> and you go here's the averages down the list: two twenty one, two eighty six, two fifty nine, two thirty, three oh nine, one seventy seven, two twenty, two fifty one, two oh seven. <laughs> and you're sitting there being like, well, we have four players that have a sub 100 OPS plus. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> including one that has a 65 who is supposed to be like keeping it together behind the plate and is losing out to a surging offensive guy. Uh, but yeah, to answer the question, oh, man, it's. I want to say just on stats alone, Kepler because mm. of stat like just like a on on paper mm-hmm. yeah but we also yeah. know how like and great because it means not only does he turn it around it also means he is performing higher than his current stat line should suggest yeah because that yeah. first two months was rough was brutal yeah and i mean again how many texts or exchanges or whatever between the two of us are like we got to 
It's and the done. whole thing, yeah. yeah, it was like send him now and call these guys up. And the whole thing was, no one is going to want him unless he's playing and playing well. And so, fast forward to this off season is a guy who, like, hopefully, like we can find a team that wants him because I think we're running out of room. Um, but honestly, it's probably still Correa. Yeah. Like, I know there's like issues there, and like. Ro- Again, how the f- question was framed with like kind of it's kind of alluding to like we got to leave Royce out of it because he played fifty eight yeah. games. Yep, yep. And that's fair. I think that's f- super fair. Um, one side note: I have now seen both Royce Lewis and Matt Walner and Ed <laughs> Julian, for that matter, in person in street clothes. Yeah. The only one that looks their actual listed billing is Royce Lewis. Yeah. He does actually look like he could hit like forty home runs. The I other thought- ones, I'm like, you guys look like soccer players. You guys are so small. Like what? Even when Walner comes, like, when he gets his walk or yeah. because you're just, like, realizing if we throw to this guy, he's going to hit it 480 <laughs> feet, he looks so goofy. It's so he, weird. He, he's he got a little bit of my cousin Jeffrey to him, which is not a great thing. Uh, Force Lake's own. Yeah, Force Lake, another part of Force yeah. Lake. But he's got, like, these weird, like, kind of, like, I don't know, his arms kind of feel yep. like. I, yep. And Ed Julian, like, figure out what you're doing with your haircut as well as, like, however how he puts a hat on is the most awkward thing I've... Yeah. He's yeah. got, like, balanced up on top of his haircut. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I think that's valid. Like, So you're saying Correa's your MVP for this team. And yeah. there's actually some statistics here that bear some of that out, although he's not even on this list of top 12 for wins above replacement, which... There's a va- that, that, like, that value part because I think again if yeah. we're doing MVP in terms of how is it like it's all statistic based and blah blah whatever and yeah. again Lewis doesn't count and then it weirdly is going to default to be given to either because you can't give it to Solano. <laughs> 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 you look at his stat line and it's just like Michael Taylor, but like he's betting 31 points lower. See, th- this is where I was going to like it. Correa sure is going to be in there because he's the guy that stepped up and is like played the entire, almost the entire season, mm-hmm. and then just said like, "Hey guys, give me as much rest as you possibly can when we've got this thing locked up." Yeah. So he did that. Like, okay, tip of the cap to captain there. Yeah. What do you? I, I you haven't you mentioned Solano, who I also feel just from what I recall has had more bigger hits. He and like Lewis were always the guys that delivered and delivered and. We're watching a fantastic replay of Julio Rodriguez uh, chirping and benches emptying in Houston. Is that uh, Hector Neris? <laughs> which looks great. Yes, bullpen's trotting out. Yeah. But the yeah. other guy, Willie, that I, Woody, that I think, and I just uh, let it slip there, is Willie Castro. Okay. From a That's standpoint fair. of just you needed a guy who was going to step up, play every single position, and has just found his way onto this roster somehow. Yeah. And also, I just love the fact that Woody, how many stolen bases does Willie Castro have? True. Oh yeah, that's 32. That's 32. 32. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> he does, no, so you are looking at I think he has the same amount as everybody else combined. Bases. Yeah. Like when? What True. When did we have anybody and it's just I feel like every single one of those was he stole second and then stole third like the next pitch. Uh by the way, last year the leading Twins uh, stolen base person was Nick Gordon with six. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I bigger, just bigger bases, uh, bigger bases. Yeah, <laughs> I and then Willie Castro just playing all the time. He's been red hot for parts of this last month. It's just all throughout the course of the season, what he's brought to the table. I, I statistically 
like maybe the stolen bases like helps him be a part of like the conversation a little bit but just from uh following the club and somebody that i'm very happy for and it feels like a great story worthy of saying like not necessarily i know he's not the mvp but damn thank you willie castro for what you did for this minnesota twins team and like everything that he was probably asked to do like at times not great but other times just being there to provide whatever was needed to some extent yeah I'm now back to 2018, by the way, and haven't found anybody has stolen more than 20 bases. And this this is just brutal. <laughs> it, it has it has to be like an early Buxton year, right? It would be uh, your only prime candidate. We haven't wanted to Buxton steal bases. until 29 yeah. in 2017. Yeah, like we haven't wanted to like even do that. So I feel like it's a Eduardo Nunez did steal 27 in 2016. So I I just wanted to give some love at some point in time to Willie Castro and say sure. like stealth. Uh, I don't know if it's like sixth man award goes to Willie Castro. Yeah, that's. Like, I wish there was like a sixth man award, like best like utility or yeah. like non-starting kind of kind of guy, tenth man or whatever you want to call it. I do wish there was something like like that, but no, it's just a. Oh man, it's a, it's a tough one because you're just like. Obviously, it's pitching, pitching, pitching. Yeah. Yep. But like again, that's not the point of this exercise, and so. That being said, it. I think there's those years that we want, like, I would have given it to, like, Arias. Yeah. And so, in, by default, it kind of does have to be Solano. But I just think from a value standpoint, because, again, this is a moot point kind of argument with it's clearly, like, Lopez or Sonny Gray. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. Yes. And, 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 like, and like it's, that's not, again, like I said, it's not the exercise. But, like, go, like go, we on that kind of, like, notion a little bit. Like, Correa has been the most valuable just because it's like, hey, he, we didn't have to think about who was yeah. at shortstop. And, yes, the bat struggled, and he had his struggles. But he also took it on the chin in interviews and, like, said the right things yeah. and was a leader. And the stat line isn't – it's not great. And it's not great for $33.33 million. No, no. Totally. But, like, it's not Joey Gallo. It's not like, oh, man, like, we need to, like, you need to go – Da- go 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 hit at CHS field for three days and see what happens. Like go yeah. work on something. It was yeah. never that. And the double plays is inexcusable. I don't really get that thing. Oh, that's... But like the fielding, you're still you feel confident. You still can move. He's still under the age of thirty. Like all those things are there. Again, the plantar fasciitis. I don't know if that's real or not. But like, I think it was again like, hey, let's get him some rest and like bring yeah. a roster guy up yeah. who can like play. Yeah. So ten and eight IL it is. Uh, speaking on that, Royce Lewis is eligible for game one sixty two to come back retroactive to that, so okay. he could kind of do that. I'm sure it's one like risk reward. Like, we really want you playing high altitude baseball in Colorado. <laughs> I didn't think about that. that. I didn't think about it that way. That's a very yeah. He's not playing. Uh, <laughs> it's a get a workout in yeah. on the field. Yeah. Go hit BP. And then cheer on the boys. Yep. Slash, if you want to hop on the first early private jet back to Minnesota, yep. Yep. like with the pitchers, go Hit for the it. Shower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and also that's just I, maybe this is another way of saying it, Woody. Who do you like the most on the 2023 Minnesota Twins? Is there anybody that we haven't brought up? And this is the whole arc of the season. I think that's that's the key qualifier. It's like we, yep. Yep. you and I well-documented like our love for Lewis and we were early investors in Royce Lewis and we're still invested in Royce Lewis. We love Royce Lewis. <laughs> he has long since been like, this is the guy I'm excited to watch play baseball for the Minnesota twins more than anybody else. Like beyond a doubt. 
But again, that same kind of lens, like who's been, is there anybody else on this team? Like that's Bennett through, through the whole damn thing that you just like feel like this is a guy that I actually like on this team. And maybe even it's for short sections to it, but I just like Royce obvious, obvious answer. Anybody else that you feel like we haven't from you, from what you've seen, what you followed that you're kind of like, this is a guy that has just been in, like a good story for the 2023 Minnesota Twins. Yeah, it's uh, there's a couple guys that we've mentioned um, that fit that billing, and I think it's kind of one of those. All right, those if we if we briefly mentioned them, it's it's fine. But guys that like we truly haven't mentioned yet, um, I think there's just, like there's just one name left in terms of like hitters, and it's yeah. Jeffers. Yeah, and it's it's just like. They're kind of talking a little bit in the post game that we caught right before again recording this. That's like same kind of deal of here's a guy that like started to heat up at the right time, yeah. like coming on. Yeah. He's becoming again. I think they were that was a little hometown kind of like one for our guy there. He's becoming one of the best catchers in the game. Like, ah, I don't know. If we're <laughs> <laughs> you, you got you got to say you got to say it on the game 158 broadcast for sure post game after you win. But like I was like, ah, uh, I mean. Uh, and in the sense that like everyone plays like seemingly three catchers throughout the season, I guess sure, okay, but like yeah. no, he's not. But uh, he he allows us some flexibility all of a sudden to where it's like, hey, yeah, we can play Vasquez behind the yeah. plate and get away and with get it. away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was kind of like a little bit what I'm working on right here, where you're uh, of just like what's the quick projection of like what's the the starting nine, not necessarily yes, the batting perfect. order, but just yep. like the. Yep. For for Tuesday night here, yeah, or whenever the, it might be a day, it'll probably be a it'll fucking, be a day, fucking game. day game. Yeah, we're gonna get the fucking one o'clock slot, yep. and yep. like, what the? F- like, I'm taking the day off. Yeah, I, I think I I I need to do that tomorrow and just be like, yeah, it's <laughs> 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 the one stupid might be a thing. work. For, yeah, it might be a work from home day. Uh, but no, it's just like there's not. A, yeah, there's not a chance now. We're not getting the one o'clock game. Um, that being said, not again in a batting order sense, but like I penciled in Jeffers a catcher, and then I got to DH yeah. at the bottom, and yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Shit. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know who to put here. Um, well, let's, let's run the, let's run through this. Cause yeah. this is, this is the other part. And I think you can either approach it position by position or how you want to set up the lineup. I think let's do position by position yep. and then kind of sort, that, yeah. sort the lineup itself. Yep. Yep. So behind, if behind the plate is actually kind of a question mark, first is locked with Kirloff or I have Solano. If there is a lefty on the mound, then Solano plays yeah. first, and 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 that's a wonderful piece because then both those guys are on the roster. Second is a little bit of the same, but I think you gotta play Ed Julian and see what happens. So if it's a righty on the mound, and this again depends on the matchup, then then it's Kirloff Julian on the right side of the infield. Shortstop Correa's back. That's kind of it, everybody. All indications seem to be like that's that's the way it's gonna go. Third base, Woody. Who's playing at third? It's Royce, unless he can't go. Yep. And it's if Royce, Royce can't, can't. Th- then then that's where the Sol- and that's why I have Solano at first. Yep. And I have DH open still, and yeah. Jeffers behind the plate. So it's it again creates a Kirillov like opportunity somewhere. Is kind of where it is. I don't, you again. You would you would know this part better than I would. They both are unnatural fits at first. I, I don't think a fielding first baseman like we don't like if if a if a situation happens it's gonna be like a Buckner situation where it's gonna be like a fluke thing it doesn't matter who was there it could have been 
anyone not named Menkevich and it was yep. going through their legs. So yeah. like, so if yeah. we have an error at first base, I don't think like the difference, like, oh, that's why you put Solano there and not Kirillov or vice versa. Yeah. They both are unnatural fits there. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Um, like that being said, like, if you go, yeah, it's the righty lefty matchup and you have some flexibility. And it. I'm playing, <sighs> I'm playing Castro at third. Is is where I'm going if Royce okay, doesn't if, go. Okay. So you, okay. And that that and that also might be one of those like maybe you just play Farmer like th- th- not great first option or second option or third option. Royce says the first option absolutely. Let's go. Let's play ball. Yep. Like best case scenario. But then then you got two guys behind that that are you know I I guess I kind of like maybe Caster off the bench and you start Farmer if if Royce isn't to go. Then it's just it's okay. Somewhere in the sixth or the seventh, eighth, ninth spot is going to sit Kyle Farmer. And okay, great. I guess <laughs> I guess that's who's playing third for us. <laughs> so then you go outfield wise. Kepler's locked no matter what almost because they they even will play Kepler. I feel against lefties more than they would, uh, you know that Kirloff, Solano, Julian kind of consideration. Yep. And then center field Michael A. Taylor and left field Woody. Who do you got? So this is again where we're naming similar guys, but like we're in the same boat. I got Castro on left. Yeah, yeah. So like that's yeah. to me he's again. There's a big assumption with Lewis, and like if Lewis can't go, and then there comes a Castro over Solano. I I think that's again. It's a yeah. And Solano could play third too. Is yeah. That right? like it's, slide him across. Yep, yep. Solano could also DH. Like yeah. there's like a lot of yeah, things where is, it's like I think there's a combination of if we assume Lewis is out, the first third DH kind of like it's going to be some form and like left field is Castro mm-hmm. uh, Solano Kirillov and then figure it out like the fourth yep. body yep. you hope it's Lewis but I I personally think you need like Lewis Castro Solano Kirillov in the lineup regardless yeah. yeah. and then kind of to your point with Kepler Correa fits the bill for this Julian we can get to the Polanco so I haven't seen Polanco versus lefty splits uh, and then Kyle Farmer kind of maybe would fit the bill too for second base, but mm-hmm. I, I'm a bigger believer in. I know matchups matter, but I think matchups versus relievers matter more than starters. Yeah, I like it's, that. So like so you put just your, put your dudes out there. Okay, yep, so yeah. if that's the case, Woody, you've got Lewis at your disposal. Buxton is not a part of this conversation. I don't think even. I don't have my. I don't have. I don't on have the list. him on the. I don't have him on the roster. Correct. So I'm in the same boat. Like, can they can they bring him back for the second? I believe series? you get to reset every series, yeah. but it's series. You can't. Yep. yep. Like, you got to decide. I just, I'm. It's like Andrew Stevenson gives you more healthy than. Here's the thing: if you're going to put Castro in the in the lineup, you're going to need someone off the be- yep. off the bench that can run. Not. Yep. We're not saying we need him to steal. Yeah, but, but you, like you just need if you've got a runner on second. You got you got Solano on second, yeah. one out in the bottom of the ninth. And you need yeah. him to get home. You're not yep. letting Solano figure it out. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here, here, ideal lineup, ideal, ideal, ideally around. If you're like from a lineup perspective, here's the guys that I want in the game. So I want Jeffers playing over Vasquez from a hitting perspective. So I'm going to start him at catcher. I want Kirloff in at first. I want Ed Julian at second. Mm-hmm. I want Correa at short. I'd love Lewis at third. I'd like Walner playing in left field leaving Castro on the bench. I'd mm-hmm. like Taylor. I'd like 
Kepler and Wright, and my DH is Jorge Polanco. Ooh. With then a bench that is just absolutely, you know, not, these aren't these aren't like names that are gonna like wow whoever we're playing. They're like they got fucking Kyle Farmer, Donnie Barrels is what they call this guy who was like kind of okay with the Reds and kind of okay with the Twins. Okay, great. Willie Castro didn't the Tigers cut him last year? You know, it's none not or and then Vasquez and Andrew Stevenson yeah, are the rest yeah. of who's on there. But I just like that's gonna give us the best shot to win. I feel. Some some semblance of wherever you stack those guys up, and it might shift depending on yep. lefty righty matchups. But that's that's my that's my group. That's who I'm riding with. With Polanco having to take on some of that DH because I want Ed Julian batting. Um, it's, I don't think it's gonna give me. Well, it might give me that. Uh, we're struggling to load. This is there. You go. Okay. Polanco in in September has 18 games. Uh, 82 point appearances, 71 at bats. He's batting 254. Yeah. yeah. Drawn 10 walks. Yep. Four homers, 12 RBI. Again, in general, you're kind of like, eh, whatever. But like, given the state of this roster, it's like he is our fourth leading. Yeah. And and batting average. Um. And we confirmed he can't play third right yes yeah I, it's second base I, or like shortstop base, in nope. emergency but like we yeah, got farmer second, for that honestly no. so it's like whatever i, and I just, Royce for that now you got to keep polanco veteran presence in the lineup switch hitter that he's got to be in there so that's dh and again i'm not bumping not necessarily red hot but one of the other guys that the reasons that you're here and again we didn't get any ed julian love other than just seeing him in street clothes uh it's got to be polanco yeah it might. I and you might if, if you if you start Polanco. Julian. Here's the other thing you could do. You could just start Polanco at second too, yeah. and just yep. say, "Hey, yep. like, and you're on you're on the roster. You need to stay ready because yeah. there's a world where you're gonna go pinch hit. You're gonna go pinch run. We can move guys around. Yep. We can put you at second yep. base for the last three yep. innings. Like there's a like it it could be one of those weird platoons. I, I hope it doesn't sound like we're talking ourselves into because we're putting in mediocre just above <laughs> wins or above replacement players that that gives us an elite edge. But it certainly doesn't leave us with many gaps, Woody. Here, here's the other thing too with this pitching that clearly is like driving this team. We're gonna need, and we're saying this is a team that hasn't won a playoff game in. 19 seasons now 18 uh, 18 yeah this will be 19 18 it, it, games i think it's both it's that weird like <laughs> 18 Sounds games like a great time for but like also 18 year oh four was the last one we won yeah um yeah. and we're in this weird spot where we're gonna have to grind out wins this way yeah we're gonna have to win a game three yeah. one what what it felt like one nothing kind of like thing where it's like we got lucky that like in the third inning, Kroff hit a two-run shot. It's two nothing. Mm-hmm. They got a run back. We mm-hmm. got one in the, in the eighth. Yeah, but like a little bit of breathing room. But then like Duran comes and walks the yes. first batter, and you're yep. like, and it's yep. like we got to sweat yep. it out. But like what, we're, the whole reason we're in the position to sweat it out is because we have we're gonna have to be like all those little things that like yeah. I'll admit as a baseball fan annoy me during the 162 games, yeah. especially the first 150 where it's like why is he switching this? Why is he picking yeah. this? Like it's. Yeah. It's June. Do we really need to bring this guy in and like whatever? That stuff we're gonna need every little bit of it yeah. to and grind they, out. They're well wins. seasoned yeah. with. And this is where we've seen kind of these like Ed Julian gets pulled in the fourth yep. for yep. Uh, Polanco or something like that because whatever on the Twins 
coaching staff in front office that's what that's how they approach these games correct so now we're gonna we're gonna see that when it matters the most quick peek ahead houston does not have a posted starter for sunday uh of the teams that are still in it as of again this recording texas plays seattle it'll be john gray george kirby so they're gonna have pretty much everyone at their seattle wise and texas wise for just pitch he just pitched tonight, I believe. Okay. Um, and then the other team is so we're Toronto. Gonna, we're gonna have to do Gosman. Yeah. Yeah. That, so they'll have everyone ready. Yeah. I the other thing, like we might strike out fifteen times against Gosman, or uh, you know that that also. But you know we've struck out ungodly amounts of times and still won baseball games. Yeah. It's it's just such a weird. That's a, that's the great encapsulation. Be like, hey. Twins will lead the all-time record in strikeouts. Employ Joey fucking Gallo to do like one tenth of those, and still win a division. Yeah, yeah. Historically bad. Div- it's like everything that you say is always fo- followed by a qualifier, right, Woody? Yep. For good or bad, it yeah. just it can continue to go on. Yeah, like okay, Twins going to strike out more than any other team, but they'll win a title. They'll win the fucking AL Central title. But it's a title, and they did it running away. Yeah, yeah, because Cleveland chose to trade away all their starters and try to bring back Noah Syndergaard in return <laughs> for their best offensive players, not named Jose Ramirez. So it, it just goes back and back and forth. Like you can find those, and I guess again, I, I'm just kind of like, what more can you do than put your best foot forward with the guys that got you here that you can kind of be excited about as a Twins fan? from the youth standpoint and the guys that have led to this resurgence are Ed Julian, Alex Kirloff, Royce Lewis, Matt Walner, uh, and they are all under the age of 25. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds that sounds like a great note to be like, all right, well, then let's go see what these guys can do in the postseason. The one thing you've mentioned it already that I'd like to just make sure we touch upon is if we can get the six innings from those starters – fuck <laughs> then we hand over to this bullpen <laughs> which even duran at the end is still kind of like i'm terrified when duran gets the ball and have been for like the last two months as we've just like there's never been an inning where you're just like here are nine 102 mile fastballs up in the zone try to hit them but it just, it, part of me is baffled why he just doesn't do that but then he does get teed off by like Mike Ford from Seattle who hits the ball it, yeah. 497 <laughs> feet because he's looking and can actually get around on a 102 mile on our fastball. I just, I, Duran gives me an ulcer just like thinking about him. Cause, so cause, yeah. who, who's going to take the ball seventh, eighth, ninth for you if Pablo gets us through six? And is at 94 pitches, and of God, course he's I mean, not coming back up for the real, seven. I say realistically, at this point, Pablo, you're gonna have to probably pitch seven for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. <laughs> it's October. Uh, here's the thing. Again, it comes down to like again, kind of talking, kind of talking about the MVP thing for the for the batters we did a little bit ago here. If we start talking about statistically speaking, uh, right? There's it's kind of like a couple guys there, but a lot of it's matchup based. Like again, that stuff I'm a firm believer in with relievers versus batters, and knowing that and forcing them to like take certain guys out, yeah, or, or like kind of things or whatever. A chess match, totally. Um, 
I mean, he, I'll put it this way. We, we have two games for sure. We're going to need to burn five relievers for sure in those two games. Mm-hmm. Maybe yep. And, I, yep. and let's, let's call yep. it Duran. When I say five is Duran, realistically, can pitch can the ninth in games one and two. He's what good. you worry about is if you get a smart team up there in game one and they just make them throw 39, 40-some pitches to get through that ninth inning and burn them for game two, that might be the strategy of we will – if it's 4-1 and you're throwing them in there, we will take the loss to not have to face this guy tomorrow. We'll 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 just re well let's re let's re up. Yeah. Because you gotta throw out some mix of Pagan, Jax, yep. Keiko, Theobar, Stewart. Yep. I think that's it. And then obviously like the starters that can come down. So it's yep. like the Varlin Maeda over. I think I throw Ober out there. Um in in the mix there for like, again, we're talking about the grouping of like yep. yeah. it's I mean it's 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 kinda writes itself of uh, Theobar and, and Keiko are your lefty guys. You're gonna throw them out there versus the lefties. They're like when you get to that point. But otherwise, it's Jax, Pagan, probably Ober and Varlin, and you just call it good. Yeah, like, th- this is this is where that. So you carry three starters, and then it's just I, I, it might be like Bailey Ober might be left off this this group, and and at least this is like Bob Nightingale's like right up here, and and I would love to see what like Lehman wrote about this, and I just haven't read that Hayes. Uh, three starters, nine in the bullpen, and I think the balance that you have is twelve, and then it gives you fourteen. Fourteen. So there, that idea that okay, so locks are Duran, Griffin, Thielbar, Pagan, Brock Stewart, who is healthy yep. again, and actually I would love to see. Before, he pitched tonight. I think so, tonight or yesterday. Yeah, and then then it's the matter of like Louis Varlin, Kenta, Chris Paddock, and. Maybe Dylan Floro, but they just DFA'd him, and I don't know if they can bring him back on that quick turnaround. Like I, 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 think I if like, you DFA, I like if you DFA a guy at this point, this September, you're probably good. Like you're not thinking that unless there's some weird move they're trying to make or whatever. Yeah, uh, but so I'm like Floro's kind of like the last. Like hopefully, God forbid, like he never or he or Funderbark or Dallas Keuchel, if Keuchel gets the love and gets the respect to get on there, that they're not pitching. So again, you're like six seven innings then it's a matter of Thielbar, jack duran in a in a perfect scenario with Thielbar pitching to the matchup or pagan are like those are the four guys that kind of got you there and yeah you know i outside of that you're kind of like brock stewart on the top and here we're looking at playoff chances astros 84 percent chance with the win mariners are 77 with the win and then drops like 30 and 23 if they woo That'll help for Crawford. Pole? Oh, inside the pole. Uh, so uh, th- this is just it's it. Can we get to Duran? That's where it gets a little shaky for me, and it's been shaky all year. And we've we've said enough about Emilio Pagan over the last couple of years to be like, yep, we don't want Emilio Pagan oh, pitching boy. in a high leverage situation. You just the last thing that any of us want, despite having some degree of effectiveness this year. There's no there's on. no way it's going to go well. There's no yeah, way, yeah. and we're we, gonna we, do we it. We're that. gonna do it, Dave. We're gonna we're gonna throw him out there in the eighth. Yeah, and it's gonna be a because we're we'll gonna give like, him a three-one lead, and it's gonna be five-three going in the bottom of eight. Kyle Tucker's gonna step up. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> or Jordan. <laughs> we're just watching these guys. So it's eight-three right now. Currently, uh, the game might have just ended. Oh no, I'm watching middle of the eighth. Eight-three Houston. We just watched every one of the dudes for Houston just yeah. rope a baseball. Yeah, like that. That was. Oh my God the the Albert the Orton center field one 
looked like one of those softball home runs when you see it. Again, I, I usually at first base, so I just see it go over. Like I have a perfect view, and it just it, it's it's still going up as it crosses the fence in center field. It's that's what I get. Like that's what I get worried about because we get the worst wild card team, right? Yep. So the which yep. is going to be probably Houston or Seattle. Mm-hmm. Looks mm-hmm. like it's Texas and Toronto again. Weekend we got to play it out, but Texas and Toronto most likely gonna get there. Like, and Seattle just is gonna lose this, so it's probably gonna be Houston. So one crazy thing, is we beat the piss out of Houston this year. We I know. I know we swept them at Houston. Yeah, and did we win two one at home against Houston? Again, not not ideal knowing the twins and knowing how these things usually break I, I out mean, for this squad. But yes. <laughs> we're going there. We're putting it out there. Oh man, it's. I mean, I don't know if there's a great way on baseball reference to quick sort this, but, uh, it, uh, yeah, it's. You just worry. I mean, that's this Houston top of the order. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> care if we swept them in the regular season. Like. What are we supposed to do? It Pena figured it out, and it's just like they go. And again, I, I guess there's, I forget they sort by position. Abreu, he knows how to play against us. Yeah. Again, he hasn't even hit them. He hasn't even like done that much. But you know he's going to show up. And then it's Altuve, who again played half the season, but was on pace for thirty plus home runs again this year. Three two win at home at Minnesota, the f- April seventh. Win nine six the next night, lost four one five the following. I remember that third game too. We were very much like we took two. Yeah, we're good to it. go. <laughs> like it uh, was very much won that. the first yeah. game at Houston seven five in extra. Okay, lost one five the next night, and then Louis Varland got the uh, win eight yeah. two at Houston. I remember that was like a game. So four two. We had to play yeah. more than that, right? Or we just four play? RBI by Donnie Barrels on that uh, that last game in Houston. <laughs> hey, you guys got beat by Donovan Solano. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I guess we only play him that. Uh, yeah. So four and two against them. Uh, nothing really close, right? Too like pretty uh, two extra inning games. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. So, so this so, so this very well could have been two and four. Um, <laughs> the yeah, and it's just Bregman's no joke. Don't care that he's only batting. 259 still hit 96 rbi still hit 24 home runs pena seemingly is like god remember how how pumped houston was yeah like correa don't need him yeah well yeah like again congrats on the world series don't get me wrong but i luckily they're lefties but too bad all of our our starters are righties because kyle tucker and jordan alvarez are about the two scariest mfers to have to go up against i know again numbers wise Jordan only played 110 games. He hit 30 home 30 runs. 30 bombs still. <laughs> like, it's it's just no joke. Say, like, Kyle Tucker has to be on that list of, like, the best three seasons back-to-back. Yeah. Has to be on that yeah. list of, like, sneaky best players in baseball. Yeah. Yet they again. also have two guys that don't make their top nine that hit 20-plus home runs. Yeah. And batted 279, 282 while doing it. McCormick and, and Diaz. And they still play Martin uh, Maldonado on like an everyday basis. Yeah, which is games. super strange. Thirty-six year old. I mean, he's been, he's been one ninety-two, so <laughs> I, whatever. But no, I, but that being said, again, it's like I'm gonna paint in the playoffs. I, I, he's got one year. If he shows up again, good for him. Yeah. But just with between Abreu, Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, Alvarez, that's tough. It's to go with, and and that's where you get worried of like, shit. We're probably not gonna let the starters see him three times. 
Yeah. So that yeah. puts you in. You, even, and if two of them get a hit, now he's coming out in five and a third. So now it's like, and that's where I, we don't have five true relievers or past five where you're like, oh yeah, that guy should, like when you, the, the guys you're listing off, where it's like, the, we're going to take three starters, nine relievers, all for it. Who are these nine? Like past five, where that's where I'm more thinking like, that's where uh, a guy like Ober has a shot. Because yeah. it's like, hey, yeah. We might do what we did today with Popwell. Not with Popwell specifically, but like we might get to a spot where it's like, hey, Sonny Gray, can you get us four innings? Yeah. Because you're going to want, they're going to see yeah. a lot of pitches. And then Ober, can you get us two? And between the two of you, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, weirdly enough, going back to the April or March, yeah. where we pair two starters to take out six innings and yeah. not rely on one guy. Yeah. And while we feel like we have three guys that could do it now, that doesn't mean you have to. And I think that's the big thing, too, going into it of, our billion dollar question for Rocco are are you are you going to do that or are you just going to go uh yeah <laughs> old school baseball just go just pitch seven don't care Pedro shouldn't have gotten shelled uh, three we'll be fine so just just a little bit of Houston talk for us Woody is yeah. uh his last appearance out Verlander of course went eight innings gave up three hits one earned run struck out eight <laughs> against Seattle as well won the game 5-1 so great god damn it <laughs> it's oh, just pulled up verlander's it's, dialed <laughs> and it's like okay so you don't get verlander great how, how about valdez javier <laughs> or hunter brown who throws um, granted no control but believe he throws high 90s yeah, uh, it, 178 k's as a rookie just as we're, just as we're telling ourselves oh we got houston no problem then you look back and it's still the same but again houston it's team. the it's yeah, exactly it's it's still <laughs> Val, uh, Valdez, Javier, and Verlander. Yeah, against R three. Yeah, sure. I would not fault you, and probably would honestly lean those three. But it's the gap isn't so big like it's no. been in years where no. it's like, well, no. we can take one of them, but then we're throwing out yeah, Dobnik and or Odorizzi against <laughs> Christian Javier and Val and Framber Valdez. Like it's again, it feels like, hey, can we be competitive and be there? The problem is again, like you, you just mentioned, you know, Verlander's going eight. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna absolutely just so, just rake and so. Right now, as we talk, that game has that's still live at yep. Seattle. But it all intents and purposes, it sounds like Houston will put another game on that on on, on Seattle, yep. and are right there knocking on the doorstep for Toronto. We want Toronto. We right? want Toronto bad. We want Toronto bad. As we've talked ourselves into this, Toronto bad, a indoor playing home team. Yeah. Right. I know Houston has retractable, right? Yeah. Which, but again, I don't. I'm not. We're, as we've mentioned for the last eight minutes, we're. I just I'm not like too concerned about. We, what we Houston haven't heard anything about Toronto all off season, which is either one of those again. Let's just find the glass half empty here. It's like, yeah, because all the smoke has been about a 99 win Baltimore team and a 97 win Tampa Bay team that loses a dude who will never play baseball again. <laughs> and still wins and still is like nipping at the heels and still has a chance to steal that division away from Baltimore, which is the best story in baseball. Yeah. And are we like severely underwriting how good Toronto could be as well? And, the, you know, but it, I'm not scared by their top, their starters, even though they've poured more money than anything into that. Mostly because I'd love to play Berrios and, and beat the shit out of <laughs> our old, old friend. Uh, 
I'm, I'm sitting there thinking about it, but I'm still like, yeah, give, give us Toronto. Like, give me Vladdy over, over Alvarez every day. Let's just let's just peek real quick to make sure that we're not saying something out of line here. Uh, yeah, no, we want Toronto. No, nope. <laughs> look at this right now. We 100% want Toronto. <laughs> uh, former All-Star Alejandro Kirk, right? Yeah, yeah. Current or former? Uh, he did not make it this former. year. Former, he did not. Yeah. I think hasn't this been yeah. like a big drop off year yeah. for? Uh yeah, two forty eight seven forty slash lines there. Uh, Vladdy Junior two sixty five twenty six ninety four. Yeah. Uh, Whit Merrifield batting two seventy eight. The rest of the stats don't really matter for him. The, the um, one, the one thing would be like Toronto's six and four in the last ten. Houston is still three and seven in the last ten. Yeah. It. I don't. It's got to be defensively, right? This team defensively is is uniquely is good. Worst. I'm assuming that's how it works with Chapman. I don't know how much yeah. that is, but like Kiermaier, Springer is probably kind of washed at yeah. this point. But uh, Varsho, yeah. Kirk, it's like okay, um, but yeah, there's not a ton of power here. Uh, no 30 home run hitters, 26, 20, 21. Yeah, it's this is the team we want to face. Uh, and they're right there with Houston, so I, it could be a, a situation. Bobashek got hurt earlier, but he looks healthy now. Yeah. Toronto faces New York one more time, and then Blue Jays face Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay wants to win. Excellent. Go ahead and win those <laughs> games for us, please. In Toronto. Um, Toronto also, for what it's worth, threw burials tonight, so there might be a weird world where they want him to start game one for them uh okay best pitcher chris bassett pitches tomorrow though so he can also pitch on tuesday uh yeah bassett oh my god actually they're pitching pretty good (laughs) 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 barrios who i think lost technically uh is 11 and 12 now but has a 358 era goss gossman 12 and 9 316 gossman has 237 strikeouts on the year i'm sure yeah, we 174 174 a little bit yeah uh chris bassett uh 15-8-3-7-4. hit 12 guys but struck out 174 uh, did you see that Matt Walner leaves leads the Twins and hit batters, and he has like thirteen hit by pitches, <laughs> like you know, same thing. Like Walner must just be the guy. They're like, let's just try this pitch out against him. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, I don't really have a full grasp on it. It's the fourth, whatever. Fuck him. You know. Uh, yeah. And then Ryu, just kind of bringing in. He might be. No, he's not doing much. Kikuchi doing okay too. Kikuchi they, has they, a three got, too. I'm I'm hopeful that somewhere up north there's. A couple guys sitting around doing the same thing. Like, our three starters, we can roll with anybody. <laughs> Knowing full well yeah, that, yeah. that Barrios can't yeah. roll with anybody. Oh, man. Uh, they have Jordan Hicks on their team, or is he hurt? They, He's he's healthy. Um, that Romano is their closer, but he blew that huge game last postseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hicks is pitching. Um, uh. Saves. 36 blown saves not listed here traded yeah they traded for hicks I, okay i just hicks i is pitching well too Damn. i'm kind of like at one point in time with this streak it would have been like yeah give us houston like let's just let's just let's do it let's rip the band-aid but yeah. no i i'm sitting here woody yeah i'm with you toronto yeah. let's take toronto, toronto. All day. toronto or seattle i'll take seattle too i know they got a couple guys with Cast- castillo versus pablo that'll be an epic pitcher's duel with five total hits and a one nothing yeah. win cool 
Like that's fair. And then yeah, but other than that, I'm not worried about. And then we just don't pitch to Julio. Just don't <laughs> don't pitch to him. Don't pitch to him. <laughs> oh man. Who yeah. who uh, who do we line up? Who yeah, not we. Not there yet, but I'm going to see the 2023, and this will be my last thought for the night, 2023 MLB post-playoff bracket. So how do they set this up? So the winner of the three-seed versus six-seed goes on to play the two-seed. Correct. Which right now, as of right now, Houston, Minnesota, plays Texas. Texas. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Yes, yes. How crappy is that going to be if this was really how it laid out? Like Toronto plays Tampa Bay, who then plays Baltimore <laughs> on that side. I feel like those are teams that know, know each other so well, mm-hmm. getting having to do that. Like, yeah. Maybe we're just riding, you know, again, let's pump our tires a little bit here and say, like, nobody knows anything about us because they've just, everybody's, they don't have to think about us. They're just like, oh, yeah, that cute little Twins team gets the three seed. Yeah. We don't know anything about them. We've just been focused on battling the shit out of each other for the last <laughs> two months. Quick oh. quick peek on the other side. Milwaukee Cubs. Got this cute little series. Has to play the Dodgers. That's over. Uh, Phillies, Arizona, <laughs> have to play the Braves. Well, that's over. So just We're, we're just waiting for Braves-Dodgers, right? Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. there's yeah. no one else yeah. on that side. And, and we're, like, we're weirdly – on this side, I feel like hoping for like Tampa Bay, Baltimore for like the feel good, like baseball matter. Like this is why yeah. anyone can win. Like yeah. Yeah, like underdog story, and then for them just to like, let's be real, they're probably gonna have a good chance against anybody out of the, like the rest of the West too. Yeah, but like it's not like a walk in the park. And if Baltimore or Tampa gets the World Series, like they don't have a shot in hell. Not 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 a, not a, like, not not a. It'll be nothing. massive moment for both of them. I know Tampa Bay is. Been there recently. Yeah, I would love to see Tampa drop out early, and then have somebody in that bottom bracket to really pull for. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just going to be f- the fucking Dodgers versus Astros somehow. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That it's it. It feels like it's lining up for that. Of like again, feel good story, but it's that weird, unfortunate like bracket bounce of like. Yep. Duke Carolina, like two years ago, they yep. had to play in the Final Four, not the national title game. Like yep. it's going to be that thing yep. where it's like we're going to get Baltimore, Tampa division series to go mm-hmm. to the to the championship mm-hmm. series and then they're gonna have to go face a just like we've been here before yeah, this is why you trade back for verlander yep. we, houston we don't team mind playing you in baltimore because verlander's yep. on the mound yeah and, don't and care come down and play in yeah pit. yep uh pitch clock so it's like whatever and then it's just a your classic and yeah maybe it's the braves who you know whatever but it's like braves or dodgers are there and then it's probably houston <laughs> And it's just going to be like, why, we just watched the same thing over and over. And it's no, crazy. No as, wonder as, why everyone as we're looking at it right now, it's kind of like, eh, Houston's the only team that I think could beat one of those two teams. Uh, over under one and a half total wins in the playoffs for the Twins. And we'll end on that as our prediction for. <laughs> I think we both agree that we're not getting out of the divisional round. I know Texas. I got to go, se- go under. I think we're going to be too excited that we just win one and get the monkey off our back. Yeah. And we're yeah. not going to be focused on yeah. the actual yeah. goal yeah. of like, you want to try to get to November. I, I and just, it's, instead it's going to be, we're going to just throw everything to like, so they stop talking about this dumb. Yep. Yeah. I got a text from my brother-in-law yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah. He's like, did you hear about this? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm aware. Yeah. So I, I got to go under. 
I, it's just like <laughs> I we, go back all the way to this. Like this is still a mediocre team. This yes. isn't a good team. Yes, we're we're like picking the best of the lousiest here for like here's our MVP because I like the Willie Castro story. Just and think like, of that whole segment Correa for eight minutes. Like, we tried to defend Solano. Yeah, and yeah. meanwhile, like Max other Kepler. teams are employing dudes that are named Kyle Tucker and are legitimate. <laughs> All like MVPs, it, yeah. It, it's just their their MVP, their team MVP are getting MVP. Oh, votes. by the way, Ours our are... actual team MVP is still fucking on the IL right now, and we're not <laughs> sure if he can run. It was only a grade one, which just means you feel a tweak or a pop, but yeah. it, it's not like any like actual damage. So uh, but... just I just gotta play that realistic Dude, card again. Just be like, it's one. We're gonna win one, and I'm gonna be jacked about that. It's you know it's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Royce Lewis plays one and two. It's great. We have to go for like a rubber match game three. Yeah, eighth like. Or like not even eighth inning, probably like third inning. He's up for a second at bat, laces a double to the gap, rounds first, grabs it, just grabs the hammy, go like uh, it legs it out to second, calls time, collapse to the ground. You get El Tuve walking over with glove over the face, like yo man, tough break. Yeah, it, and then it's just yeah. six innings of like we don't have a fucking chance. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> them, like you know that's how it's gonna go. Like it's gonna be uh, well, and then we'll have the reports of you know he toughed it out. That's like why we love Royce. He toughed it out. He came back for us. It's the playoffs. He really, if this was Ju- July, we would have shut him down for three more yeah. weeks. It's like, yeah. you'll get that story. Yeah. And it's none of it matters. It's just because, like, we're a mediocre baseball team. And we were looking up the 06 Cardinals before this. I'm like, hey, 83 and 78. Yep. They, someone's yep. done it before. Yep. Yeah, they had a guy named Albert fucking Pools yeah. on their team. Yep. Age, yep. I believe, at the time, age 27 season. Yeah. Yep. Like, we have nowhere near yeah. any of that. Yeah. And I think that's the real, true, like, difference it, of where we're going. And we're I would take under like, as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're hammering the under, uh, yeah. mostly just from the standpoint of, like, we've never learned from <laughs> taking the over before. So There's also a world where, like, in the, I believe it was the COVID year, right, where the, this playoff format happened when it was eight teams, and we yeah. played Houston here, and we're like, we have a chance, to, and yep. it was, we just get swept. And it's yep. just, like, yep. the most anticlimactic, just, like, like, and it's over um, yeah. season, and that also, if we play Houston, is in the back of my mind of yeah, they're going to come in thing. and Jordan's going to be like, short Porsche to right? Sweet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's yep. clean this up. Flowers are going <laughs> yeah. down. O- only three guys have hit it into the dead center whatever bar. <laughs> cool. Let's make that four real quick. Kyle Tucker. Let's make that five. That's that's the, the series. But on that note. You, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, for For Dave, this is Woody. This has been Flyover Territory Podcast. We will hopefully be back to talk division round series rosters and the addition of maybe one byron buxton uh otherwise we'll, now we're talking about changing hey, the narrative hey. otherwise we'll see you post november for our standard sad god damn it <laughs> on to next year pod. yeah exactly <laughs> all right catch you next time peace